Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values. Great to be with you on another glorious week in the state of Texas. Boy, do I have some news to share with you. All right, some reports from the battle lines, and that's no exaggeration. Uh, this week has turned out that way. That way, excuse me, it's not something that I'm excited about or that I take lightly. Uh, I'm just being honest with you. That has been the reality of the week for myself, our team, and a lot of people that are just trying to do what they do every day and so often at our state capitol. If you're new to the show, we talk about the issues of faith, family, and freedom in the arenas of the courts, the legislature, and the media. Texas Values is a nonprofit organization, statewide organization. We have supporters in all 254 counties of the state, and we've been in existence for over 10 years, starting in 2020. 12, excuse me. Myself, I'm a lawyer, licensed attorney for almost 20 years. I was uh, the founder of Texas Values, and so far, I'm our longest serving uh, member of our team, and I'm excited about that. I'm a fifth generation Texan, and my faith, my family, and freedom matter a lot to me individually as well as professionally. So, this show's been running for about five years. We're going to have a great guest on the show today, I think. (laughs) We'll see what's going on. Uh, Similar to myself, our guest or his team is uh, traveling, excuse me, um, been running around a lot today, breaking a sweat, Um, is traveling. We'll see if we get somebody from the American Principles Project to join us. Terry Schilling was teed up, but uh, he's had some issues, which I'm considerate of myself because I've also been dealing with some logistical stuff today, but that's for another time. So. In my intro, I was talking about this, right? The battle lines, some battles we've been involved in. You know, we're involved in in battles every day at the Texas legislature. And a lot of times we use that term in a broad way, right? I mean, that there's, you know, conflict, disagreement, but it got physical, okay, on Tuesday. And was this the first time ever for me? I don't know. I'm going to have to think a little bit. Certainly the most recent that I can remember where I had people threatening me, attacking me, and literally right in my face, okay? If you haven't seen the video that we posted to the Texas Values Action Twitter page, uh, go check it out. And a lot of people have been seeing it. They've been sharing it, retweeting, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, and why? Because there's been some important legislation that's on the verge of being passed. One is the Save Women Sports Bill, Senate Bill 15. Had a great hearing on Monday. That bill's been voted out of committee. We hope it'll be on the House floor very soon. It's already passed the Senate. So we're we're in good shape there, but we don't want to get ahead of ourselves too much. This needs to get done soon. And a good reason why is what happened on Tuesday. So on Tuesday, Senate Bill 14, this is the bill that protects children from going through harmful and dangerous operations, procedures, hormone treatments, and all kinds of other experimental ideas and operations as that's my opinion. These things are, they certainly seem experimental, but to change the sex or gender of kids and in the process of that, removing body parts and going through procedures that a lot of times are irreversible, doing damage to the body of kids, probably for their entire life. Many of them who, which later are going to decide, hey, that wasn't such a good idea. I wish I could reverse it. So Senate Bill 14 makes it clear we're going to protect kids from those things. It doesn't matter if the kid wants to or the parent wants to. It's not right. 
And why should that be any different? There are a lot of things that as a parent, you can't consent to, you can't allow your child to do. And I'm all for parental rights. Okay. Y'all know that, but there are limitations to that. Okay. There are certainly a whole variety of things that even if the parent thinks it's a good idea, we don't allow kids to do. So anyway, that bill was up for a vote on the house floor on Tuesday and the other side completely lost it. Whether or not they would have had their composure to begin with is debatable as well, but there's no question on Tuesday, they got violent, they got aggressive and they could have care less what the rules are, not only for society, but for the state capital. And look, I've been to a lot of capitals. I've been around the country uh, on a lot of our issues and our Texas capital is one of the most uh, accessible and free government buildings that you'll find. But there are certain limitations to that as well. I mean, there are certain things you can't do and it's very limited, but it was clear in my opinion, these folks, the, the trans groups, whatever you wanna call some of these people that are against Senate Bill 14, they didn't care what the rules are or even if they were aware of them, they were gonna do everything they could to push the limits. And I guarantee you that the people at Texas Freedom Network, ACLU, some of these other fringe rogue groups that have become unhinged or some of their members have, they are well aware of what the rules are at the Texas Capitol. You can't bring signs, you can't unload and unravel and unroll signs in the house gallery or from the, uh, the, the rail areas of the rotunda. They all know that, okay? And if they don't, they need to be fired, okay? Because these people, this is the kind of work that they do all the time. They come to the Capitol, they testify, they know what the rules are, right? And so, you know, I don't know how it all came about. It certainly appeared that it was deliberate on their part to put a bunch of signs out on the gallery and other places where the rules of the Capitol are, those are things that you don't do. You want to sit in the gallery, you could wear something on your clothes. That's what we did. We had people wearing stickers, all right? Or you could wear a t-shirt with your message, but you can't hold a sign. You can't have a big sign and you can't unroll a sign over the rail in the house gallery. And this is what some of these people tried to do. And so rightly so, they were called on it. They were escorted out. Some of them got aggressive and things got, you know, they got so belligerent and resistant. Some people did, in my opinion, that the Capitol DPS said, we're done. We're closing the gallery and we're going to, we're going to, you know, escort and have these people move out of the Capitol. We're clearing the, the main Capitol building, which is really a sad state affairs that it got to that point. But you got to maintain law and order and you got to make it safe for other people. Speaking of other people, it was not safe for me and my team and a lot of other people that were there at the Capitol that day. So y'all see us there at the Capitol all the time. Okay, we have members of our team every day at the state Capitol. And Tuesday was no different, uh, but certainly a lot more attention around it because a major priority piece of legislation for um, our partner group, Texas Values Action, was on the floor. So we have members of our team there. Um, I was there trying to get some signs up to the members of the people at the gallery, not so they could hold them up, but so they could use them different times of the day. We could get our message out. So I'm outside the House chamber, which me and my team are out there almost every day that the legislature meets. That is a free and open space. It's not of the, I mean, in my opinion, that's not where you hold press conferences and try to, but the other side, in my opinion, was clearly trying to dominate that area and make it difficult for anybody else to move through that space, or at least for it to feel hostile to them if they did, right? In, in case in point, we had a press conference the other day on Save Women Sports. We purposely 
did not have our press conference close to that area. We wanted to have it in the speaker's press room. The timing didn't work out. So we had to find somewhere in the Capitol that probably would be open to other people be around. That's just the nature of the Capitol. But we tried to have it in a, in a space sort of off the normal beaten path so we didn't restrict other people from uh, moving around that space. We had it right outside the governor's reception room. There's a lot of open space there. And still, we didn't dominate that space in a way to make it difficult for other people to come through there. But that's what the group did on Tuesday that was opposing Senate Bill 14. But we see that sometimes it's unfortunate. In my opinion, it's not right. I think at that point, DPS needs to move some of those people away from the stairs in other areas so it's it doesn't restrict other people from moving through there. But I, it certainly appeared that's what they were trying to do. So nonetheless, I really couldn't move around in that space. So I said, fine, I'm going to walk up the stairs to the to the gallery, which is one floor above the entrance of the Texas House chamber. I did have one of our signs that says stop uh, child gender mutilation. That's what we're there for. They had signs, too. Shouldn't have been a big deal. Oh, but apparently my sign was, since they didn't like it, they felt like it was their right to attack me, scream at me. And the irony of this, right, you know, how striking it is. And I'm not kidding. You watch the video. They're singing Christian songs and, you know, love and all this kind of stuff. They're they're chanting no place for hate as they're hating all over me. Okay. People are literally in my face, bumping me, attacking me trying to impede, trying to keep me from walking up the stairs of the Texas Capitol, which is a public area. I, just like anyone, has every have, have every right to walk up those stairs to go to the gallery. I did not try to engage with any of their people or any of that. I simply had my signs, and I was proudly displaying it. And I started to walk up the stairs, and people tried to get in my way and descend on me and really in, intimidate me, bully me, try to threaten me and make me afraid to be there. Um, so I said, you know what? I said, stop. There was another team member of ours. And I said, we need to record this. People need to know what it's like when we're at the Capitol sometimes and how the other side acts. And so I was hoping some of that also might allow them to realize, you know, y'all need to calm down a little bit. This is going to be on video. Oh no, they ratcheted up even more. So go to the video on Texas Values Action Twitter account and you can see it. It's only about a minute and a half, but people got in my face, were bumping me or keeping me from walking up the stairs and attacked me. One guy had to be pulled away from me. He was so out of control, um, right in front of me, right in my face with the middle finger and all this stuff, screaming at me, yelling at me. So um, real quick, is our guest on yet? I think it's just me still. Okay. It might just be you and I today. Okay. Um, so we'll see what happened with our friends at American Principles Project. And I apologize too. We got a little started a little bit later because I had some logistical issues getting on um, on my end, getting the program going and getting myself here in the Zoom room. So uh, let me finish my rant, okay, my description of what happened the other day. So uh, this guy gets pulled back and that's halfway up the stairs. I make my way up the rest of the stairs. People are screaming and I'm not going to repeat what they said. You can watch the video. I'm not going to give them too much airtime, but aggressive, threatening, you know, really trying to make me afraid to be there. And uh, I mean, look, I'm fifth generation Texan. I don't have to ask anybody's permission to be in the state capitol. I don't have to justify any of that. Oh, by the way, I'm a First Amendment attorney. I'm well aware of what my constitutional rights are to be in that place and to exercise my free speech rights. So I kept walking up the stairs and then finally, you know, some people got out of the way and we finished up the video. 
But later on in that day, it became incredibly hostile. And I've seen it before, maybe to not to this degree, but certainly in a similar and much bigger volume where the opposition, whether it's a pro-life issue or something like this, a common sense for a family issue and a concern for children, the other side, I mean, when they realize that they can't win the vote, they'll just start getting aggressive, hostile. They'll try to disrupt the process. And that's what started to happen. And the House leadership and the DPS said, we're not doing that today. So they got rid of everybody, which was sort of a shame because a lot of people that were on our side that I feel like were conducting themselves appropriately also had to leave that area. We ended up in the Capitol extension. Um, and through all that time, and I think our guests about to come on, um, the the bill on Senate Bill 14 came up for a vote. There was some good debate, but I don't know. There was some technicality. I'm not going to get into some of that. Maybe I will in a minute. And the bill... They didn't end up voting on it. They sent it back to committee. They had to to adjust something. And now it's going to be back on the floor on Friday. So, um, all right. So let me break there because we do have our guests on. John is from American Principles Project. I haven't even spent time with him. So I'm going to let him introduce himself and tell us about his role um, at American Principles Project. John, welcome to the Texas Values Report. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Good. Hey, listen, we might have met before. I don't remember. Why don't you tell our guests a little bit about yourself in the role you have at American Principles Project? Sure. So I'm the uh, policy director here at American Principles Project. I'm uh, Terry Schilling's right-hand guy. Uh, and basically, you know, we're, we're excited about what's happening in Texas. Uh, you guys are doing unbelievable work there trying to, to fight for the family. That's what we do. Uh, certainly at the federal level, we try to help where we can in the states. Uh, and then we try to provide a little bit of that uh, you know, the cavalry for, you know, knocking out these anti-family politicians, uh, helping the pro-family politicians and making sure that we uh, hold these folks accountable. Well, look, and it's, you know, even in Texas, that's not always easy to do. Um, you know, we do have, I think, at least a fighting chance or a better position on some of these things, if you will, strategically in other ways with elected officials, you would think the numbers that we need, but you still got to get the work done. Our state capital is in Austin, which is the, the biggest liberal city in our state. So a lot of times the other side has sort of easy access to a lot of those folks to tap in and, you know, send their troops, if you will, up to the capital and cause a lot of disturbance, which is what happened on Tuesday. So, you know, they're all your red shirts are all over the place, right? So you got these Save Texas Kids uh, shirt for American Principles Project. A lot of great unity and organization to that day to get a strong message. And, you know, and it's always smart, right? People can see, okay, I see that shirt. There's a lot of those kind of people. So even without saying anything verbally, visually, people can see that, which, uh, you know, has a tremendous amount of value to it. And, uh, but we knew what was at stake. Huge vote on a very important piece of legislation. Why has it been important for American Principles Project to get involved in this particular piece of legislation, Senate Bill 14? Well, this is all about our kids, right? And at the end of the day, you know, what's being done to these kids, uh, you know, putting them on puberty blockers at eight years old, cross-sex hormones at 13, 14 years old, even these physical surgeries, you hear the stories of these detransitioners. I mean, this is really a crime against humanity. It's an attack on life itself. And so it's really important that we stand strong. And, and what I'm so encouraged on, you know, Texas is standing up here, uh, would be the biggest state in the country uh, to, to pass this legislation, obviously, would be, you know, number 17 or number 18 uh, state to act in some capacity to, to ban these procedures. But it's just so important. Uh, we got to push back against this movement. We know, you know, I'm here in Loudoun County, Virginia, very 
sadly a famous place now because of what's happened with with these school boards and you know these kids are being indoctrinated into this stuff at the school level elementary uh junior high and you know a lot of these kids who are suffering from you know normal types of body dysmorphia because they're going through puberty because they're young are being told they're transgender and and locking them into permanent sterilization just horrible stuff so we got to push back against this and i i'm i'm encouraged by what's happening in texas we're on the right side of history and i think we're going to win this one well, and here's the thing. Look, I, you know, I've been involved in this kind of work for close to 20 years. You know, I have a law background. I've litigated a lot of cases. I don't think the government or a law, if you will, uh, is always the solution or on its own is the solution to a lot of these issues. But it certainly plays an important role. And, and I think that's where we've reached uh, where we are on a lot of these issues, right? When you don't have something that's clear in state law, whether people think, well, why should, you know, it's a shame that we're even at this point that we have to do it. Whatever the case it may is, may be, that is where we are. And if we fail to put something in law that says, hey, here's a line we shouldn't be crossing. Here's a limitation on this issue. I mean, when it comes to these child uh, gender modification issues, I keep describing it as the wild, wild west. There are no rules in place in Texas so no wonder why you have these people sort of doing whatever they want, telling you one thing, doing another. And to your point, from what's happening in Loudoun County and other parts of the country, including in Texas, these young people are being bombarded with this ideology. I think most of it is a political agenda, but you do have young kids who, you know, naturally are having questions about themselves and their bodies and their lives. And then they're being told, oh, well, that must be this. No, it's not. Right. And but many of them are going to fall prey to that. And then they're going to wake up a couple of years later, like Chloe Cole did and say, oh, my gosh, this was a mistake. But now I can't do anything about it because I've done irreversible damage to my body. She is a young lady. She will never be able to have children naturally. I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, that is a life altering situation. And so but it's being sold as if there's really no choice when so often, in my opinion, there are some serious mental health concerns that are the root of this that need to be dealt with. And often, you know, maybe within a short amount of time, those are worked through and the kids continue to live a healthy life without doing this irreversible damage. I want your vantage point though on this. You mentioned it. Listen, I'm lived in Texas all my life. I think a lot of the state, but I want to hear from your point of view, the impact that the state of Texas could have on the rest of the country. Cause a couple of states have done this a few more, but more looking at it, but yeah, Texas does usually get a lot of attention. Look, I think Texas has a huge impact on this stuff. You know, just to jump to the other bill that we've been working on down there, the yeah. age verification bill, you guys would be, you know, I think the fifth state in the country to pass that, that would have an enormous effect. Also Texas has an impact on how Congress sees things. So, you know, right now in Congress, we did get the House of Representatives passed a, a women's sports bill uh, earlier this month or, or last month, but we're not actually seeing a lot of movement on the sex changes for kids stuff yet. And I think, you know, you see Texas pass that. It does send a signal. It sure, certainly sends a signal to the presidential candidates that this is something we should be doing. We got to protect these kids. And, you know, ultimately, I think it's really important for, for your activists, for all these folks to understand, we're the compassionate ones. Right. Ultimately, these kids, they're, they're telling you with all their signs and their banners at the Capitol that they're compassionate, but they don't actually care about the individual cases of these kids who are suffering from gender dysphoria. Uh, they just want them to join a movement. They want to make sure that big pharma is profiting off of them and having them, you know, for life on these uh, cocktails. 
to, to make sure that they can try to simulate being another sex, which they obviously can't effectively do. And so I, I just think it's really important. We are the ones that are practicing compassion. We care about these, these kids who are suffering and we wanna make sure that they're able to live their lives uh, to their fullest. And, and that's what this is about. Well, and you know, to the point about kids, particularly families as well, their voice is very important to this issue. And I see a lot of young people at the Capitol that are on the other side and, you know, certainly seem like they're already, you know, uh, going down this road of destruction and maybe, you know, uh, disinformation or being being deceived. Um, but I also see some families trying to go up there. Listen, if you have kids and families, I know it seems like a hostile environment. Don't get me wrong. What happened to me on Tuesday, I don't know that's ever happened before. And, you know, it was intense when I was attacked there on Tuesday. But I don't want people to be discouraged and not come to the Capitol. Sometimes people take the day off on Friday from school. A lot of homeschoolers don't homeschool on Friday. There's a lot of private schools that have half days. The bill is gonna be back on the house floor for Texas on Friday. I wanna encourage people to come to the Capitol and know how important your voice is as well uh, to really sort of counter that and show that a lot of young people and parents have a legitimate concern. And um, and they realize that, you know, this is a case where the government, the state's got to step in and have some type of baseline protection on these variety of different issues. And so, you know, I, as I mentioned earlier, I'm in the Capitol every day, our team is, so I've sort of gotten used to it, but I know a lot of people, it's a little much, we're gonna, we're hiring security to be there around our team on Friday. If that makes you more comfortable, you wanna stay close to where we are, we invite you to do that. This is the first time we've ever done that, okay? In, I don't know, 10 years doing work under Texas values, but we realize it's, it could be helpful and beneficial. Now we did have security for Riley Gaines when she was there on Monday, testifying Save Women's Sports, but we're gonna do it on this Friday. And sometimes, look, I love the DPS, but they can be outnumbered. And they might not always be in those spaces where we are. Uh, John, I, you know, I want to take it back to you again, too, on these issues. We look at things nationally. Congress did vote on it. The House vote on Save Women's Sports, uh, whether or not we'll see a vote in the Senate. But it was still key. And I think sends a strong message that it's not just in one part of the, the, the country. I mean, we see this happening all over the country. But Texas, seventh, eighth largest economy in the world. Uh, you know, listen, I mean, with the majority of Fortune 500 companies uh, having their headquarters in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, a lot of sway there. And, and I think the other side sort of knows that, right? They're seeing that as well. The votes are there. We've been telling people, you don't have to be so, you know, maybe um, as uh, demonstrative or whatever to elected officials, but at least send them a word of encouragement. Hey, we know you're with us. We got your back, but let's get this done. I mean, that was really the turn of, tone of our action alert yesterday. But I still think it's important for even those people that said they're with us to hear that word of encouragement from their constituents. And I want to see if you agree with that. A hundred percent. Look, this is the thing. You know, these legislators might be with us, but it's hard when people are screaming in your face. Right. I mean, that's just the reality of it, and that pressure does does work. And so, you know, we got to show stand with them. If you can't be there at the Capitol, certainly be praying on Friday uh, for strength and resolve for these yeah. folks. But you know, ultimately, what is happening here? This is critical. We're saving lives by doing this. Um, you know, and ultimately, all the people who are you know gnashing their teeth, um, they're just in the wrong on this. They're they're hurting kids. They don't know it. I think they're they're trying to act out of the best of their hearts, but they're just wrong. 
And the reality here is that we are the ones protecting these kids and we're going to do it. And we're going to do it all across the country. Very so great. are y'all printing more red shirts for Friday? <laughs> I got to, I got to check <laughs> on that. I also, I you also, might I need some more. Friday. I don't know. But we, it's, um, it's great having that unified front, man. It That's is. what it's all about. Well, I'll tell you, we usually do stickers and, and we've done T-shirts before. We just didn't. We weren't as, as smart about how to do it. We got to figure out that part of our strategy. You guys did a good job. So what I told our team, I said, listen, let's print stickers. We don't need to. They, they already got the shirt thing figured out. Uh, because a lot of times you can be in a hearing and you can have a sticker. You can walk around. You don't have to carry a sign, sort of like with the T-shirts. So we're sort of matching you guys. I said we're going to print white stickers, though, with the red font, right? So it matches the red and white that you guys had on the T-shirts. And hopefully we can um, see more unity on the message because we need that right now. And you're right. I mean, listen, people need – they're going to need some encouragement. The vote's supposed to be on Friday. And they got to do another vote on Saturday and then still on Senate Bill 14. It'll have to go back to the Senate for them just to agree with some small little tweaks that were made on the House side. And that could be it. I mean, it could be head of the governor's desk next week. We're very close, but do not take for granted. And I'm talking to our audience that whatever tricks the other side might pull in these next couple of days, because if Tuesday we thought was crazy, I have to imagine Friday could be um, at a whole nother level. I hope not. I hope that we'll have civility because the votes are there. John, we're about to run out of time. Tell your, tell our, our listeners and our, our viewers uh, website, all that good information, how they can connect with your group. Yeah, we're at AmericanPrinciplesProject.org is our website. We're on Instagram, AP Project, and on Twitter, AP Project. Feel free to follow us, and we're really happy. You guys are doing a great job. Let's get this done. I appreciate you, John. Tell um, Terry we said hello. Terry Schilling couldn't make it. We'll try to get him another time, but uh, we got some work to finish up. So, John, thanks for being our guest today on the Texas Values Report. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, I got 30 seconds left as we let John go. Go to our website, txvalues.org, to get more information. We send an action alert out on our action site, txvaluesaction.org. Forward that to people. Listen, if you can't come to the Capitol, engage on social media. Senate Bill 14, use the hashtag help not harm. Also the hashtag stop gender modification. All right. Stop gender modification, help not harm. Senate Bill 14. Let's get on social media. Let's storm it on Friday. Let's stand together. Let's be kind to each other, but let's be firm. All right. We are very close to getting this done. Got another, some other piece of legislation we want to get done too, but this is right there. We're almost at the finish line. Let's finish it now. No more delays. And uh, we can do it. I'm about to, to run out of time here. Listen, you see value in our work, txvalues.org. We are really in need of donations as our expenses go up because of some of the things that the other side doing. We're having to spend a little bit more money, make some adjustments, bring some more people on, hire security, txvalues.org. You can make that tax deductible donation today. We got a great event on Friday in Fort Worth, Riley Gaines is going to be there. We got a couple of tickets left. All right. You don't want to miss out on this. She's going to be amazing. TXValues.org for those tickets to the Fort Worth event on Friday, May 5th. And so, listen, I'm going to be going up to Fort Worth tomorrow. I'm excited about it. Pray for us. Make a donation. Tell your friends about what we're doing. And that's how together we'll protect faith, family, and freedom in Texas. And we'll talk to you next week on the Texas Values Report.